Hello and welcome to the Midweek War Stories. As your no star crew goes down the second shows of the week for the WWF and WCW, Thunder and SmackDown. How's it going, guys? Fucking fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. You guys excited to talk about uh, Thunder and SmackDown? Yes. As bloody excited as I could be, you filthy wanker. All right. Well, as I'm the rubbing wanker of the group, I am your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm along here with the enforcer of the No Cell Entertainment, the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. The original wrestler who had scissors. And the chosen one, Mike Moobel. Scissor me, Daddy Sheen. Uh, As the enforcer, I always thought Brutus wasted time with the hair. I went straight to the body parts. <laughs> Poor Sid. Even Lorena Bobbitt. <laughs> Poor Sid. First, the, first that, then the leg. Let's get to Thunder. For WCW, uh, January 24th, 4th of the year 2001. You'll get it out. We're still in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. It's the next night. Slash an hour later. <laughs> uh, commentary team is Tony Schiavone and Mike Tanay. We get a recap of Nitro of uh, Nash winning his match against Buff, uh, making him making him in the match against Scott Steiner at Super Brawl. Revenge. Revenge. 64. 64. Huh. Fantastic game. One of the best wrestling games yeah, it is. of all time. Let's go to our first match of the night, guys. It's a cruiserweight countdown, and it's to determine the number one contender to take on Chavo at Super Brawl. Revenge. Basically, it's going to be a gauntlet match. Here. And we started off with Sugar Shane Helms versus Primetime Elix Skipper. Um, Primetime with a spinning leg drop. Helms hits the vertebraker to eliminate Primetime. As in the next person that comes out is Evan Courageous. Courageous with a springboard crossbody. Helms then like, instantly hits another vertebraker uh, on uh, Courageous to eliminate him. That's fine. Like within like. <laughs> they gave him one move, and then it's like, all right, that's, you're out. That's about right. I'm okay with it. That's, that's right. He probably got hurt in the middle of that move. <laughs> um, Yang, uh, then the next person out is Yang. Um, kid, uh, Yang. Uh, what is his name here? It's not Jimmy Wang yet. What is his Yang. name? Yang. Is it just Yang? Yang. Was he Quang? What the fuck is this? Is he a turtle villain? Because his real name is Jimmy Yang. Jesus. So who gave him who gave him Wang in that other company? What a dick! Uh, whoever Dude. thought you know what? Cool, an Asian guy from Georgia. Let's make Don't. him a redneck. <sighs> I apologize, as it's actually Kidman that comes out next. I don't, well, you're fired. Well, it's because New I, host next week. It's because I'm putting down who comes out, and then I'm I I go back to like my match one, and I put all the names down. You ain't never had deep fried wonton and uh, and chopped suey grits. No. Uh, Kidman with a pop-up hey, powerbomb. Kidman with a top-rope bulldog for a two. Kidman reverses the vertebraker and hits the kid crusher to eliminate Helms. Now Yang comes out. Yang goes to the top rope but just slips off it. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yang, Never mind. I take back anything good I said about Jimmy Wang Yang. Yang uh, uh, head scissors Kidman, and then Kidman almost goes face first into the bottom turnbuckle. Kidman with a kid crusher from the second turnbuckle to eliminate... Jesus. Yang. Or this, not. This is for you slipping off, brother. Our next person out is Jamie Noble. Kidman with a top rope uh, Kidman driver. That's what they called it. Uh, for what, a two. What was it? Just pile driver? Like a Michinoku driver. Hmm. Um, however, then they start reversing each other for the tombstone. However, Noble hits the tombstone to eliminate Kidman. It's the jumping tombstone. It I don't like that. the shit out of me. Next person out is Juan Ray Mysterio Jr. Ray goes to the springboard. Frankenstein uh, Noble reverses it into a powerbomb. Ray jumps on the shoulder of Noble and is able to hit a bulldog out of it. Ray does a falling headbutt from the top rope to eliminate Noble. Next out is Lash LaRue. Ray with a face buster to the LaRue. Ray with the Rough Rider, and then he hits the top, uh, the top, like a quick backflip. They jumps to the top and springboards himself out uh, onto LaRue to eliminate him. Um, Ray's legs hit the ropes And that that's the quick uh, backflip Next person out is one Shannon Moore uh, Moore hits a top rope Leg drop for a two 
then Ray rolls up more to eliminate him. Last but not least is Kaz Hayashi. Ray goes for the head scissors takedown, but Kaz hits a spinning powerbomb for a two out of it. Ray hits a top rope bulldog to eliminate Ray, uh, Kaz to win. So Ray Mysterio is your new number one contender for the Cruiserweight title. We get Ray versus Chavo at Super Brawl Revenge. I don't think I like that. No? I, we've, I know, like, we've seen it. And Ray is the OG, but, like, I'm kind of into this, like, new people shit. The new world. Like, it probably, like, you can't do Shane Helms. They just had that match, so that's fine. Uh, do you think they've gotten anybody else in that new group over enough to have a pay-per-view match? No. No, but, like, they're also not selling the pay-per-view. So, like, that's true. It, but it's, like, so, uh, I, like, I thought the match was cool, fun, all that. Like, I might have gotten Jamie Noble, honestly. I, I would have gone. He's the only other one. I would have done Shannon Moore. You could. Do he just Shannon had a title Moore. match. Yeah, he just had. Oh, title yeah, match that's so true. Too, yeah. But it was you the better. But, but it was the better one out of the two. Yeah, but but that's why I go Jamie Noble. I just. I. It's just, for me. It's the fact that we we've seen the Mysterio Chavo type match, and it's just like in our minds, it's Chavo slowing Ray down. It, like. Well, even at this point, Ray is not what he was well, three but, years ago. But those first matches. But that's the point for Chavo. Chavo is the top high flyer that he is. I don't have a problem utilizing Kidman and Mysterio in this division again for two reasons. One, it shows you're treating it seriously again. Yep. Two, they could put over those young guys and give them the credibility. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought this one's weird because this match doesn't do that. It doesn't benefit either one. Yeah. Unless you're trying to get the cruiserweight... Title to seem more prestigious again by putting Ray's name with it. Also, I'm not sure that Ray's making 205 or 220, whatever yeah. it is. I like, you know. At so. the same time, we're talking about Ray with horns on his head, so yeah. it's not the same. So out of the guys, you had Shane Helms that just had the match with Chavo. Shannon Moore with the title, uh, a match with uh, Chavo. Who cares about Evan Courageous? Yang and Kaz has been around for so long. Now, that Kaz has... Kaz I mean, was not a bad choice. And he's yeah. had a Cruiserweight title match on paper before, so he wouldn't have been a bad choice. Yeah. Um, LaRue, he's with another storyline. Ray he's got to make weight. Ray and Kidman. looking for. Ray and Kidman, you know, prestige. Like, I honestly, <laughs> it's like one of those things of maybe prime time. Like, he was the Former champ. Cruiserweight he, champ. You could always do him in a... <laughs> We should have Rick Steiner standing next to the scales at UFC fights. <laughs> sure, you're, sure you're not going to make weight? Because Rick Steiner has, has something to say about that. You're going to today. You also have, I and mean, these guys shouldn't be involved. Or at least one because he's not that talented. But Sanders and Kiwi are both cruiserweights. So those are options as well. And of Sanders, those two, I'd go Sanders. I wouldn't oh, even go Kiwi. Yeah, although Sanders doesn't really fit the cruiserweight mold they're trying to do here. Yeah. But well, I'm not sure what Kiwi fits. Besides so pineapple, I don't. I don't by know the way they, they're booking him, I don't think they do either. So, I mean, he ran off Ming. <laughs> That's true. He lost Kui Ming, which is the biggest loss in the world stories. <laughs> Damn it! When we do our taps moment for the uh, final show and all that stuff, where make sure we put Kui Ming down. Uh, we go backstage. <laughs> I've <laughs> been even even Kui would be like I teamed with who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember, I don't remember yeah. that. Remember that month you and. Uh, Paisley Ming? would come out with Ming, and Paisley were an afro to mock Ming and be like him. Like, and he's like, no, I've, I've tried to forget all about that. Oh, okay, well. No, go, I, go I can say this Allstate policy, though, if you'd like. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Uh, he probably goes by, like, thanks, Keith. Alan. Yeah, Keith. No. It's, oh, yeah. It is angry Alan, isn't it? Uh, let's go backstage with Jeff Jarrett as he's talking to Doug Dillinger. Then as he's talking, Hugh Morris walks past him. <laughs> And then Jarrett just says to uh, look away. Uh, or oh, it looks like uh, Hugh uh, had a rough night. Uh, Hugh then tells, rough night, huh? Someone's going to lose it. And then he, then he punches Jeff Jarrett. How dare you? For no reason. That's How dare you? Just because you lost your family. Uh, then we go. We but get to Kobong, you don't be careful about that shit. Then we get a promo for Glacier as he's coming. Then we see Norman Smiley walking down the hallway. And so then he goes to a door, and then Glacier is behind the door saying that he has Smiley's back. Or is it? We get a promo now with the cat with Miss Jones. This cat says that uh, Flair wants him out of WCW, but that ain't, ain't happening anytime soon. The Super Brawl matches so far is going to be Kevin Nash and Scott Steiner for the title. Okay. We have DDP and Jeff Jarrett. 
Star Power. And Ray and Chava for the Cruiserweight. Right. So, it's not a bad start. So those three matches, that's not bad, to be honest. Yeah, it's not a bad start. Then we have Paisley versus Kiwi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for tonight, we have Jeff Jarrett and Hugh Morris. Well, that's not as good. Scott Steiner and uh, his partner, the, uh, uh, I was going to say that they call him the Enforcer, but it's the uh, Animal. And versus, they're taking on, and I put it down before they even said it, and I was like, oh, they're taking on Chronic. You know, it's too bad this is a 1991 or so, because mm-hmm. you're thinking two two halves of two of the most you know, dominant tag teams in history, Scott Steiner and Animal would be a pretty vaunted tag team decade before this. Now it's like, it's still to me a little impressive, but it's definitely not what it. Like one team, one be. one member of that team doesn't yeah. seem right. Uh, we go. It just feels like Animal at this point is basically Jim Nightheart. You're like, well, yeah, yeah you're not I mean, basically what he is. I guess you're here now. So I mean, we all know why he's there. Like his little brother became someone in power in the company late last year. What? What? And, uh, hey, you yeah. want to be? <laughs> want to be Rick, Rick Flair's bitch? Okay. Hey, hey, Joe, you got the face paint. <laughs> yeah. My arm's vascular. Oh wow. They can be. We go backstage with Flair talking to everyone saying that uh that they're united and they will take care of business as they're then What do they have like a name for this? The elite Not yet. The elite. Not as, yet. But they call themselves the elite for a minute. There's a as, name coming. As okay. the uh, as, as the elite leave the office, someone just flips the camera off. Like puts a middle finger in the camera. You didn't see that? No. Like, it's legitimately, like, the camera screen. I was assume it's Scott. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was either Scott or could it be the animal, but it was just legit, like, a middle finger against the camera. <laughs> like, Or it could be the Raiders receiver from yesterday. Yeah, I'm not sure. Shoved over the uh, camera guy. <laughs> uh, then we see uh, the piece of shit Shane Douglas talking to Bam Bam, <laughs> wanting, uh, letting Bam Bam know that, hey, the guys are behind him and they want him to take out one Rick Steiner tonight. Good, and good luck to you, sir. And Bam Bam's like, yeah, I'm all for it. You smell like shit. We move on. Let's go to the next match. This is going to be Norman Smiley versus Mike Awesome, who's with me. I Mace. don't remember that part of the promo. It was implied. It was implied. <laughs> uh, uh, with, uh, against Mike Awesome with Major Guns. Smiley keeps looking for Glacier for uh, during this match. Awesome with a long chin lock. And like to me, I'm like, this is a long squash match. What are we getting here? And then all of a sudden, Glacier comes out. And then he starts high-fiving fans, walking around the thing as like Smiley's trying to tell him, like, come on in, come it's help. Glacier, in quotations. In quotations. Uh, <laughs> awesome throws Smiley to the outside as Smiley tries to get Glacier's help, but Glacier's ignoring him. Uh, ignoring him. Uh, awesome with the top rope clothesline, then the awesome bomb for the win. Glacier's music's playing, and Tony's like, well, of course the music's still playing. Um, Glacier jumps in the ring and then poses to chase off Awesome, and then Glacier tells Smiley that he has his back, and then Glacier poses. So, Nine inches. I would say this. This is the thing I remember more about Glacier. It's the him coming out to the ring and then just walking around, pose. Like I completely forgot about this one. I remember I this. had no idea he actually showed up. Nope. Um, I thought they were just like, they ran these fucking promos and nothing came of it. Because I don't know how much longer Glacier is here. Because I remember, Probably tonight, <laughs> if we're being honest. Because I remember Glacier at the point of him doing this and then him always messing up on purpose. Like he'll go up and do like a top rope move, but then a move, and then he just falls off the turnbuckle. That's like, what they're doing now. It's, yeah. It's, okay. It's this is the spot. Okay. Uh, then speaking of Glacier, we go backstage with him and Smiley. As Glacier says that he's here for Smiley, and uh, he asks Gene if he saw him run Awesome away. Uh, Glacier says that he's back to in WCW to clean it up. As then they walk away, and then Gene says Glacier might have a brain freeze. Got him. Boom rusted. Got him. We go backstage to totally buffed as they're talking about Crowbar and how they gave him so many offers and he just lost to Chavo. Um, as Luger says that they're going to give him one more shot. Imagine that. Like, you lost to that piece of shit world champion that we have. Like, not exactly putting Chavo over, are you? <laughs> the answer is no. Me, no. 
We go backstage. We go to the ring with Kiwi as he's uh, in a calming voice saying that he's still wanting Flair to put him on the team. Kiwi then makes an open challenge, but then he notices a fan saying that he sucks. Kiwi grabs the fan and attacks him. As Again, this is the point where Tony Schiavone's like, listen, don't jump the barricade. Don't do any of this. Don't, don't, don't. I mean... I'd punch Kiwi in the face. Yeah. It's not it's not Scott Steiner. It's not a you know Steiner or Ming. Well, I'm not doing that to those two. No, I'm, right. a, I'm a moron. But it's just that funny thing of... With Kiwi? I'm slapping the fuck it, out of Kiwi. Me, this stupid-ass pineapple You're not hair. afraid of angry Alan? No. Okay. To me, it's just the fact that it's the funny thing of they did it, but then Tony has to like remind everybody ten times, like, don't, do not, uh, don't. You know, don't jump the barricade. Don't attack our wrestlers. Or they were, do. There we go. We go backstage with Gene with Chronic as Adam says that they uh, know what. The oh, Gene is always within reach of Chronic. Yes, he is. As they say that There's they're no doubt. know that they're going to war with Flair's guys, and they said that they're not alone. As he brings out everybody else, Paige you know how, and Nash. You know how you are to pocket sand. Yep. That's mean Gene to Chronic. There it is. I don't know I you. Hate. No point. Within three feet. I hate chronic being faces. This sucks. Right. This is well, dumb. I preferred a couple a month ago. Yeah. Like the highest bidder. You know what I need? I need like two doors. Right? Like the APA has, but like two doors. One is chronic, and one is the Harris Brothers. And people have to go back and forth with competing bids about who they who services they want. And there's like no wall in between them. There's just two tables. Yep. But two doors. And like, you must enter through the door. Like you're talking to Chronic. You can see both tables, you see but Don you have Harris. to go through the door. You yeah. can see Don Harris in the background eating a sandwich looking like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just have those huge like, party subs. Are just, it'd be they're just like, we'll do it for half. That's <laughs> about that. It'd be yeah. funny if it's the two doors, but they're split. So you have one table, door split, and just like you enter, like, and it has arrows, like APA left, <laughs> Harris <laughs> Brothers right. It's like, which one do I go in? Uh... Uh, hey, we're here to see the they APA. Have a secret, they have a secretary. Yeah, who are you here for? It's, like, it's like a dental suite office. <laughs> did you bring sandwiches to the left? Yeah, or did you bring beer to the right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, like, they enter. Hey, I need protection. I'm sorry. You have the wrong place. Go next door. You just walk across the... We're not protection. Nah. We beat the fuck out of people yeah. here. You take, you take it to cry. Like, what the fuck we want sandwiches for? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Like your Cheetos. Yeah. Different yeah. story. You know, like one of them should be like, whoa, 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 whoa. What kind of sandwich? <laughs> What's, uh, what was your snack of choice when you would partake in the Cheetos. old APA, APA? Cheetos were big. Yeah. Cheetos were super Crunchy big. or puff? Uh, puff, man. There it is. I'm a puff guy. Yeah, puff. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Puff. I, you know, I'm not going to turn down some crunchy. You know, I, I don't I'm not like a monster, crunchy. but puff is where it is. Most people like crunchy. I am a puff dude. I'm a puff. Yeah, I'm a more puff. I'm a puff guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm I hate, I hate when you Fuck eat. Mace. I hate when you have one of those chips. When you have <laughs> one of those chips, <laughs> have you had one of those chips where like you always have a stale one, and then you're like, I'm not eating a puff for like three months, dude. I love stale puffs. They're really, actually, they're actually good. I like uh, them. Yeah, I don't mind them at all. And also, it's the um, one chip I don't mind going stale. Really, red vine, red vines. Way better than Twizzlers. Yeah, yeah. Twizzlers always, can go fuck had, itself. We always had that humongous. Costco, Costco bucket, yeah, yeah. Vines, yeah. It, uh, maybe a couple months ago, it was nine bucks at Albertsons. What How is much it now? It's thirty-seven. It's like fifteen. Yeah. But those giant bags going right now, five bucks. Yeah. Went and picked me up one of those. Nothing wrong. believe that. Believe that. Believe. Let's go to our next match. This is Jeff Jarrett versus Hugh Morris. As Jarrett talks about how uh, he has a match with DDP at Super Brawl, but. When they faced each other last year, he beat him. He beat DDP. He did. And, and Tony's like, yeah, with the help from the half the roster. It doesn't matter. Win's a win, brother. Hey, it it doesn't in the record, but it doesn't say I had 400 people help me. Yeah, it just true. says I got to win, dog. shit counts, dude. Look at Steiner. He beat... Uh, hey, first of all, hey. Uh, be careful. He beat... More. Be careful. Uh, he beat uh, Goldberg. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm just That's saying. all I'm saying. I'm guys. just saying. I'm just saying, you know, we're, we're back to the... Uh, Another installment in the Vaunted Horseman versus Dungeon of Doom feud. There it is. Yes, we are. Um, they finally. Hey, guys, aren't you excited? Hugh Morris is back. Yep. Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, no. 
also uh, like that direction fuck, and I was tired of him too. Don't worry, I'll take. I will watch a Hugh Morris match more than I would a Shane Douglas match. I mean, well, that goes without saying. Yeah. But put the two of them together, like the last two months, and I was I ready mean, to quit everything. Heat seeker to the face. I mean, I don't know that I could confidently say that I'd rather watch a Hugh Morris match. I'd rather I gotta, gotta be honest. I don't know that I could do it. Heat seeker to my damn I, face. I'm not saying that you're not. I'm not saying you're wrong, but. That's a that's a bridge too far for me to walk. Okay, <laughs> just okay, to confidently fine, say fine. I'd I, rather watch a Hugh Morris match. I would mace myself. Okay, there. Retire from hip hop. Yeah, become a fake ass preacher, according to Puff Day. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, the fight, the fight to the outside is Jarrett hits Morris in the stomach with a chair. Uh, Jared no one under the age of 40 gets that reference. By the way, they have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Right. Hey, uh, P Diddy and the Fam, who you know do it better. Let me do the shimmy. Uh, Jared goes for like a second turnbuckle punch while Morris is on the ground, but Morris kicks him. Uh, Morris Debbie Morris is, is here? Yeah. Uh, Morris better is going than, to... Better than what we're watching. Yep. Well, uh, again, that's a bridge maybe a little too far. Believe that. Uh, Morris is going to the top turnbuckle and uh, hits a top rope elbow drop, but the wall comes out and just hides on camera. <laughs> But because he, he, he's mastered the art of standing does, so still. How does, how does one hide on camera? Oh, it's easy. Drax the destroyer. It's easy. Walks in the bag of chips. He, he hides. <laughs> he hides on the uh, hard camera side, but not not on the opposite angle. So the you have to sit where the fans are. So that doesn't work. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then, then he's, he's scrout. He's like he's like crouched over, and I'm like, I can see you. How can no one not see Crouchy you? Crouchy tiger, hidden wall. <laughs> no. He's like that big guy that doesn't understand how big he is, so he's hiding behind Lenny, the five foot two, uh, you know, cameraman. Yep, thinking that he's completely hidden in sight. I had that happen at the shoot today. I was talking to somebody, and then someone the looked, wall was hiding it. No, the shoot. I was talking to somebody, and then someone walked behind me, and like, holy shit, you're there. I'm like, oh, I, I, I blocked you. My bad. Uh, Morris goes for no laughing. Roll a stealth check. Yep, <laughs> one. You're terrible. That's what he did. Morris goes for no laughing mantle, but the wall grabs him and is going to choke slam him, but Morris fights him off. The ref notices and goes, huh, look at that. <laughs> There's a guy oh, in the match. Go figure. You look like a weird version of Jeff Jarrett. Yep. Jarrett's <laughs> going to go for the guitar, but the ref stops him as the wall is in the ring and choke slams Morris. Jarrett then hits the stroke for the win. Wall puts Morris in a sleeper hold. Jarrett grabs the guitar, but DDP runs down through the crowd and makes the save. Cool. Um, our next match is Crowbar versus Big Ron Harris as Heavy D is in the neck brace. Uh, commentary is calling BS because the brace uh, about the brace, but over headset they can they were told that this is a serious injury. So then they serious up here. Uh, Crowbar with a head scissor takedown. Ron with a spinning side slam. Crowbar to the top uh, with a top turnbuckle crossbody. Ron throws Crowbar into the barricade multiple times. Uh, Ron with a power slam, crowbar with an overhead suplex for two. Hold Cro- on, hold on. I'm going to stop you. Hold on. We can't just call this dude Ron. There's only one Ron, and that's Simmons. Damn. We got to call him, uh, I don't know, Harris One or something. Harris Brother One. Got it. <laughs> crowbar with a nest, reverse neck breaker and a slingshot, leg drop and a moonsault for two. The Harris Brothers pull twin magic as Harris Brother Two. Y'all can look, but you can't touch. Especially for minority. Give me a sandwich. Uh, ha- uh, Harris Unless you're black. I digress. Uh, Harris Brother Two with a spine buster for the win. Then we get a segment with Mike Tanay with Dr. Armstrong. I swear to God they were going to show the Sid injury. But they they pixelated it out, so Cowards. they watched it. Cowards. As they uh, they show uh, uh, Sid broke both bones in the leg. How do you how do you think doctors react to that? Like, do you think like the actual injury bothers them? Like, do they react like everybody else? Like, I know like they do the surgery and stuff, so whatever. But like, when they see the injury, does it affect them? Do you think? I don't know. I think it's more the X ray. Do they? I go, think yeah. I think like they've seen it all, right? They've seen a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But when they first put that X ray on that thing and they turned it on, they're like, "Holy fuck!" Well, How do you do that? So, fun, uh, funny coincidence, my mother texted me going, well, I broke my foot. And I'm like, what? So I call her. And You're she, like, did, did Scott Steiner come out and punch you? Yeah. Did, yeah. <laughs> and she ran into the power of Scott Steiner's in, body. In our living, in the my parents' living room, they have a step down. And she, like, just. Ugh. Dangerous for people getting older. Yeah. So I told or her. Or me. They, I also can't use this. Right. Yeah. So I told her. Uh, <laughs> That she needs to uh, raise the floor up now or get a ramp for her so she can go. But she waited a day 
to go to the doctor. She's like, ah, I think I sprained it. Oh, she's from that walking off fucking generation. Yeah. Yeah, my mom broke her foot on vacation when I was like 11. <laughs> finished vacation. She never did go to the doctor. Yeah. Until like a month later. And they're like, well, so my dad, my dad forced her to go today, dropped her off at the uh, like, uh, urgent care. Dropped her off like Scott dropped off. Yeah. Kimberly. Kimberly. Kimberly? Yeah, at, but don't worry. Yuck. It was <laughs> already broken. It was already at the emergency room. So I was fine. He needed her out there. Um, <laughs> She got the she got the X ray and she's like I know you you can't tell me but out of one out of one of ten like how bad of a break is it and should I have come yesterday and she's like oh it's a nine so she either can put a boot on for three months yep. cast for three months yep. or a pin I got you a boot boot. I boot. think boot, yeah. Das boot. Das boot. Das but yeah, boot. It's just a coincidence. <laughs> you get immediately worried when the doctor, on a scale of 1 to 10, the doctor's like 47. 47. Uh, we're flying a new leg in. Yeah. yeah. So the doctor talks about putting the rod in Sid's leg, and this is Sid recovery time. That's a word of mine. Uh, 43-inch rod and I, in that I, dude's leg. I put a, a tape measure to me, and I'm 6'3", and a half, and it was above my waist. With that humble brag, and a half. I had to. Yeah, with that hair, okay. With the hair, I'm, he's five six. I'm six eleven with the hair straightened. Uh, but are you are you angry, Joe? <laughs> Don't make me angry. Uh, since uh, since recovery time is phase one, pain medication one to two weeks. Phase two, limited mobility six to twelve weeks. Phase three, rehab four to twelve months. Well, remember last week on Smack, on Thunder, they're like, uh, Sid should be back in three to four months. Yeah, that was incredibly wishful thinking. Whoever played the doctor did a pretty good job. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. It seemed, uh, it seemed more plausible than some of the DF ones that they've had in the past. I agree. Francois Petit? <laughs> he wasn't even a... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to our... Uh, Give you some solos, that's about it. Yeah. I got an idea. Uh, let's go to our next match. It's Bam Bam versus Rick Steiner. Bam Bam's, that was a hoss fight. Bam Bam's running at Steiner. And I'll Steiner. Say, this is like a this is like a legit tough man match. Jesus like this. Christ! Bam Bam runs at Steiner and do, like <laughs> Steiner does like a jumping forearm or punch and like legitimately like I felt like Bam Bam's dead. I thought that knocked him out. I just want to point out that one of these guys saved a family from a fire and the other guy's a school principal, <laughs> right? And before he was a wrestler, the guy that saved that family from a fire was also a bounty hunter. <sighs> Uh, Steiner with a belly to belly. Too bad he's dead. Bam Bam back from bounty hunting service. <laughs> right. Oh. Bam Bam runs at Steiner, and Steiner is able to do a back body drop. Or, but Bam Bam gets stuck on Steiner's back, so Steiner legit just has to like lift him off him. Uh, Steiner with a T bone suplex. Bam Bam hits the second, tur- uh, hits a top turnbuckle headbutt for two. Steiner then hits uh, an elbow drop from the second uh, turnbuckle, and just then decides to. Throw knees into the head of Bam Bam and punch him. Uh, might not. I mean, that might not be the guy I picked a strong arm here in this instance. Steiner with the top rope bulldog for the win. Yeah, uh, it's one, one guy who might give it back as well as he gets it. Yes, Team Flair. He- just arousing Steiner. <laughs> Team Flair's headed to the ring, but then they walk into the cat. Flair telling the, that, that they can't touch the cat, but then Flair lays out the cat with some brass knucks. Then the camera cuts to the room that the guys were coming out of, and you notice that DDP and Nash are laid out. Chronic uh, come in and check on them, but Steiner tells them to go take care of business in the ring, and then all of a sudden, the shit comes out of the bathroom and then attacks Steiner. Sorry, that was Shane Douglas. The rubber poo monster? We're doing dogma? The franchise, Mr. Hanky. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 Don't I stink! Uh, let's go to our next match. This is Animal and Scott Steiner versus Chronic. Uh, Steiner uh, before the match says he's gonna hurt Nash like he did to Sting, Booker, and Sid. So uh, we're all four of them ever in the WWF at the same time. No, well three. You're missing. Uh, yeah, I figured well, three. Three. Three, yeah. three were at the probably. same time. Animal left like six months before Adam Bomb showed up. Yeah. So because so almost so almost yeah because he teamed after Hawk just fucking left after SummerSlam the new Legion of Doom on the house show tour. For like a month and a half was Animal and Crush. Checks yeah. out. And then hey, when you need Steiner a new member there. of your team or something, Crush. Crush. You need a you need a S and M uh, bandage guy for demolition. Crush. Crush. Did you he need a new Legion of Doom? Crush. Crush. You need a member of Nation. You need a, you need a new African American Black Panther member. Crush. Crush. 
Do you, do you, guys, do you need a guy that loves to ride together, <laughs> eat together, and fuck together? Crush. You need a, another member of the NWO? Crush. Crush. <laughs> you need a fake Gene Simmons? Crush. Need a soda? Slice. Yes. Turns out. <laughs> His his cousin, um, animal. Oh, god. How did I never do a crush and slice team? Oh my god! It's where all orange singlets. Dude, that'd be yeah. fucking sick. Uh, animal comes out Uncle to like. Fanta. Animal comes out to like a remix version of Iron Man. It wasn't. It's eerily reminiscent of Russo's team last year. A little it, too eerily. Probably. Reminiscent. It, it, it is. Yeah. But um, it will be, I will say. I, this time he comes I down to like an L-O-D. Yeah. I'm an animal, I got a spider on my forehead. Where is Hawk? Probably fucking around in New Japan. Uh, You're not wrong. And cocaine. Thank you. Uh, Adams with the full notes. Lyrics are something to get used to, but I mean, it's still got to be. I wrote my Fred Durst. <laughs> uh, Adams with the full notes and slam on Steiner's. The Paul Simon of our time. Steiner gets closed on the outside, <laughs> and then Animal goes and checks on him. But Clark does a cannonball flip off the apron. Cannonball! Thank you. Steiner does a double underhook slam on Adam. Steiner reverses the meltdown and hits a T-bone suplex on Brian Clark. Clark hits the meltdown on the on Animal, and then Tully Buffed comes out. But Chronic knocks them off the apron. Then the cat comes out. Chronic hits high time for the win. On Animal, then Steiner comes in with a pipe and beats up Chronic. Animal hits a top rope power slam on Adams with the help of uh, Steiner lifting up Adams to Animal. And then Luger puts Clark in the torture rack. And that is how we end Thunder. I mean, it was okay. It was a step down from the Nitros. But it was still an okay show. It wasn't great, but it was okay. Um, And I've I've always thought the crack addict reminded me of Mrs. Robinson, so... You may not be far off on your little... Did off the nookie. <laughs> hey, let's go to SmackDown uh, for the 20th. Our Garfunkel singing, I did it all for the nookie. Yes. <laughs> yes, in fact. Did it for all the nookie. Because I like uh, Fred Durst, he speaks from experience. <laughs> he got tail. Well, you know he got more than Fred Durst. Uh, a, yeah. Like a chump, eh? <laughs> gotta have faith. You gotta have faith! <laughs> I like that version, but I also like the P. Diddy ter- version. It's a terrible version. The 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 remix version. Have you heard that one? Like the remix to the remix. A- any of them? How dare you? Anything past George Michael's terrible. And then and then he did Behind Blue Eyes, which is better than the original version. It's my favorite cover of all time. Not mine's hurt. Yeah, that's Donald Johnny Cash. Season. That's the greatest cover of all time. Really? I hate it. Every time I hear it, I hate it more. Wow, really? I yeah, used I mean, to love it, and I'm just like, now I'm just like, this song fucking blows. It's to a point where with hurt, uh, it's yeah, to I the point that it. the. Lead singer Nine Inch Nose like no that's his song yeah Trent Reznor he, he, yeah. he says that's that's Cash's song that's it that's like and if they do it in concert they do it like Cash yeah weird hmm. but by Blue Eyes that was that was a good version I'll good. give you that yeah okay. I got I don't hate the hey. original but I mean it's I no it's no Britney it. Spears covering I Love Rock and Roll so yikes her favorite Pat Benatar song she said in an interview famously at the time it is it may yikes. be the worst cover in the history of music. It's so bad. And get the artist in the right next time you fucking you know. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> big big Bon Jovi fan she was. Don't let that get in the way. Right. Let's go to Mobile, Alabama for January. Mobile, Alabama. That's <laughs> Chuck. Holy shit! As Chuck Berry once said, "I can't get no satisfaction." Let's go to Mobile, Alabama. There's nothing. You know, as Kiss once said, "It's been a long day's night." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. As Eminem once said, tequila. <laughs> As Dr. Dre once said, a kiss from a rose. So we like grass. Uh, commentary team for SmackDown is Michael Cole and Jerry the King Lawler. We, we're going to recap of Raw as Triple H talking about how Austin screwed him out the Rumble. Both uh, Triple H and Stephanie wanting matches against Angle and Trish. Vince making a tag match between Play. the four players. And Austin attacking Triple H to end the night. We're going to start our match, uh, first match of the night here for SmackDown. It's Undertaker versus Rikishi in a no DQ match. Play. Uh, they brawl on the outside, oh, start the match. Undertaker. Undertaker yells, old school. It's it, once again, as we discussed, do not remember him yelling, old school. I think she yelled old school and do like an elbow drop. <laughs> during the dead man time, every fucking time. I did not. He doesn't do it during the dead man thing, but 
badass time. Badass yeah. Also, all the time. can it be old school if it's like not even 10 years ago? <laughs> he well, hasn't even reached 10 years yet. Well, but the, uh, the, the move was originated by his trainer who was doing it way back in the 70s. Kevin Ash sure, got it. <laughs> no one knows that. Mm. Uh, who was his trainer? Kevin Ash. The spoiler. And Kevin Nash. The spoiler? Yeah. Famous wrestler in a mask in the 70s. There were a lot of masked heels. You just It was super easy to just put a guy in a mask and call him the assassin, the spoiler, the the crusher. The spoiler. Yeah. What a terrible name. Uh, Rikishi with the Samoan drop and Ooh. leg drop. Undertaker hits the jumping DDT the way he finished the Don match. Don Jardine. Uh, last month, but Haku comes out to attack Undertaker. That's hey, WCW hardcore champion. champion Haku. There we go. Rikishi <laughs> and WCW hardcore champion. Is he Haku. Still technically WCW hardcore champion. Technically, they haven't said anything. About it. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Double headbutt Undertaker. Rikishi hits the bonsai drop, and then WCW hardcore champion Haku hits the headbutt. Kane comes out and fights him off. Undertaker gets up and helps Kane as then they pose together as it looks like the brothers are back. Fuck me. I just want to point out. So how long was Ming in WCW? Since 94. Seven years. So 94 to 2001. A space odyssey. He maybe threw 13 headbutts. Maybe. A week in this fucking company. He's just <laughs> 37. 75. Fuck. I'm like, <laughs> you yep. racist motherfuckers. <laughs> he he just just comes out Jesus out. Christ. Speaking of racism. You uh, heard his theme music? Backstage, <laughs> a limo shows up, and it's one Vince McMahon yelling at his limo driver that they're late for 20 minutes. They're 20 minutes late. Well, I mean, I mean, it's late. And then Vince fires him. I mean, he was late. Is he black? Yes. That uppity. And then the driver drives off. I, well, you know, he's he late. Walk away? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on Vince's side here. He, he was late. I don't know. Then we get a promo by one Vince as he's on a good move mood. Uh, he says that he's in Mobile, Alabama, and it's a disaster area. Uh, Vince brings up his New Year's resolution uh, resolution of uh, being fair and balanced. And yeah, uh, Vince brings up Raw Triple H pedigrees Trish. Uh, <laughs> Austin capping the night off with attacks on Triple H. So Stone Cold and Triple H, you have the night off. Uh, Vince uh, makes a match between Triple H and Stone Cold at No Way Out. And there will be a contract signing that will be taking place on Raw. Of course there will be. So this feud that seems like and should in some ways should be a WrestleMania ending feud. Correct. The pay-per-view before. Well, that's the problem when you've also been building a eight-month storyline that the Rattlesnake needs the world title at WrestleMania and wins the Rumble. So you're kind of stuck now. What do you do? That's true. Well, now Triple H here. Uh, if only, like, Triple H had won the title at Rumble. Trip, well, then it would have been fine. A, <laughs> then it would have been fine. Yeah. There's a certain other guy with a big ego that's uh, demanding well, to be part... No. Well, oh, I know. demanding to be part of well, a big match. But, uh... Triple H was heavily campaigning for it to be a triple threat at 17. And I mean heavily. That would have been terrible. So he was trying to get in there. Uh, Vince says he takes a little. But he said that he shouldn't follow Rocket Hogan. And I was like, okay, that's what you said. Sure. I believe that story. Uh, It was more like we have to follow Rocket Hogan. Because we'll we'll do better. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Vince takes a little blame for what Triple H, uh, but Triple H has taken most of it because of what happened to Trish. Uh, there's someone else who should yeah, be he blamed. Her chest first. Uh, there should be also <laughs> someone else who should be blamed for that, and that's one Kurt Angle, as Vince calls that Angle. What? A- Angle comes out. Kurt says that he has something he wanted to say to Vince's face. Kurt, uh, Kurt says, "I respect you. I respect your character, your ambition, and." Uh, and what he does. Then Kurt Angle salutes Vince for what he uh, does and asks for forgiveness. Kurt's physical contact with Stephanie was an accident for Trish. Kurt wished he could go back in time and stop Triple H from hurting Trish. Kurt tells Vince that he's sorry for allowing it to happen. Uh, Vince says that uh, sorry is not going to cut it in interest of fairness. Right here in this very ring, Kurt will be defending his title against the Iron Man of the Royal Rumble, Kane. Okay. 
our next match and our first match of the night for SmackDown is Jeff Hardy and Bradshaw <laughs> taking on Matt Hardy and Farouk. Say what? What are we doing with We're, these teams? Yes. This we, entire three-week thing doesn't make sense at all. The funny thing is, I, the funny thing about this is this. that You split both tag teams and you put them together. However, I love the fact that they come out, Jeff and Bradshaw come out to the Hardy's Boys music, and Jeff's doing his poses, and Bradshaw just looks at him like, what the hell are you doing? You rinky-dink little faggot. That's uh, what he was thinking. As, uh, <laughs> then Farouk comes out with Matt to the APA music. The opinions and are Bradshaw's, not mine. Matt, list, uh, Farouk just stares at him like, what the hell are you doing? As they head down to the ring. Vince put these Matt, uh, two guys together, two teams together, in interest of fairness. I actually like this. I enjoyed it. But defend that reasoning. The interest of fairness is why this match has happened? No. The reasoning no is terrible. Sense. The reasoning is terrible. Just say, just I don't say, like either team. I want to fuck with them. Yeah, I just, I'm a crazy, maniacal owner, and I want to fuck with my talent. So I need... So this is what, like... This is the shit that I need more of. These weird-ass teams. Yeah. I didn't mind it, to be honest. It was just like... It was... I like the idea, but I just don't... I'm with Corey. Like, why are we here with these two teams? But I, I see that, but I'm with the, okay, let's see how this goes. Because for some reason, and it's still true today, even though they have like 65 tag teams, they use four of them. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they broke up one of the better ones in TNA, so I, I don't know. And and we said for a while that TNA, mm-hmm. if they TNA went to WCW. How did TNA never get a title run? Needed That's to sad. push test Who? to the European title? I don't understand. Who? TNA? Yeah. yeah. How they never? I don't know. How are they never tag team champions? Because uh, right to censor, because Vince has a hard on for the Parent Television Council, so he's pushing right to censor. Hilarious because he like lines up with them morally, right? It's just but it's, it's funny. that it's that it's like we said before. If TNA was the teams that we've talked about, if they went to WCW, would be the number one God, team. Dominate uh, TNA, the new new mega powers of Mark Henry and D'Lo. The D'Lo and the Godfather. Like, those three teams right there, they could just go to WCW and be, like, the number one team. But nope. Nope. Um, Jeff with a baseball slide to Matt, and Jeff goes the, for the crossbody, but Matt rolls out and back into the ring. Jeff hits hard on the ground. Got him. We see Jackie and the Lolita watching from the back. Uh, Jeff drop kicks Matt's face into the second turnbuckle. Mouth a second uh, turnbuckle, second rope leg drop. Jeff with a jawbreaker to Matt. Bradshaw gets tagged in, hits a pump handle slam on Matt. Farouk breaks up the pin, and then Bradshaw wants to fight Farouk, so we're gonna get APA action here. Uh, Bradshaw with a big boot to Farouk. Farouk it's accolades on accolades, crime. Yes, it is. Farouk hits Bradshaw with a power slam. Farouk throws Bradshaw into the steel steps, and then tries to use a chair on him, but the ref takes the chair. Bradshaw throws Farouk into the post. Bradshaw with a top rope shoulder tackle on Farouk. Farouk hits a spine buster on Bradshaw. Bradshaw stumbles up, but he hits the uh, clothesline from hell on Farouk. Matt then drop kicks Bradshaw and then hits the Trista fade on Farouk, and Jeff hits the Swanton on Farouk for the winners being Jeff and Bradshaw as the Hardys run off and hug it out on top of the stage as the ape acolytes are looking at uh, oh, in the ring looking at each other going like they fucking got us they've been had I uh I still don't understand this I thought it was fun uh, I, I liked when Farouk and Bradshaw were beating the fuck out of each yes, other yes that was awesome that was good stuff that was good and you could tell like they're friends obviously because they were a little snug with each other oh yeah especially that quote unquote off the top rope shoulder tackle, which really meant was he just landed and then ran as hard as he could into Farouk. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, you hit it differently on everybody else. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we get commentary brings up tough enough, and then they show. Yeah, they do. Some uh, applications. Who did you guys notice? Because I Roberts. noticed too. Justin Roberts. Justin Roberts and. Who? I need, I need help here, Corey. Alex Scarlettus. No, Alex in AEW, he's part of Death Triangle. He's the translator. Oh, yeah, Alex Abrahantes. Yeah, he was I one, knew I knew that name. He yeah. was uh, he was one of the applicants. Yep. I I saw the name I was like that sounds super familiar from somewhere. Wait until Monday. I watched Raw today, so wait till there's some other people you're like 
Really? I watched yeah, it. I, the just, I was like, oh, dude, Justin, Justin Roberts. I'll say this about I Justin had no Roberts. idea he was part he, of this. He, I, I've seen him in this. I've seen him in the crowd at WCW shows. I've seen him in the crowd at WWF. And he's on Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. The guy got to <laughs> try to get on TV as much as possible. Somebody was a security on Jerry Springer. I saw a picture the other day. Did, a wrestler. Oh my god! Question. I know this. <sighs> this is way off topic. I saw a meme video of this guy a court like a court uh, TV show, and it's like a husband divorcing the daughter, uh, the his wife, and they're like, "How long have you guys been married? Like ten years and unhappy." And then like the big bailiff, they're like, "How long have you been together?" And he's like, "27 years or something." And like the the defendant's like. He's not happy. Let's look at him. He's not happy. You know, big dude, right? Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to former bailiff has been charged for murder of his wife. Ooh, what? I'm like, Jesus. I mean, he wasn't wrong, I guess. Dude saw it. Dude saw it. Uh, we go backstage with Vince talking on the phone, and it sounds like he's uh, someone's checking in on him, and it, Lawler thinks that he's talking to Linda. Uh, then Vince changes the line and Vince starts yelling at the person, uh, telling him, to, to telling Linda's doctor to never call. And he doesn't care what happens. Just double her medications. Jesus. Uh, Vince notices the TV and Triple H has arrived to the arena looking for Austin. We come back from commercial and Triple H arrives in Vince's office. Vince wants to know why the, why the hell he's here. Triple H says, well, he's heard that Austin's going to be here. Triple H says Vince made a mess on Monday, and he if he gave Triple H the match he wanted, none of this would have happened. Here's a point. We get photo stills of the Royal Rumble of Chris Benoit and Chris uh, Jericho's ladder match for the Intercontinental Title. Uh, we see that uh, Jericho and Big Show are headed to the ring as they're upcoming. Well, and the Rock's head that way too as Rock comes out to join commentary. Mm, never good. Mm-mm. So our first, our next match is Big Show versus Chris Jericho. How is The Rock so bad at commentary? Like he, like the best thing he does is talk, and he fucking is terrible every time he's on commentary. I, because even if like he was just like, because obviously commentary isn't about putting yourself over, but even if he just did that, he's still bad at it here. The dick in me wants to say because Brian Gerwitz isn't here to to write every single line he's going to use. I mean, there's that, I guess. Because then I say, but what about his press stuff for movies? I'm like, but but Kurtz works for him, so. <laughs> and he probably gets Taylor made questions, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, well, uh, that's a cynic in me. Big Show really, military presses Jericho and just drops him on the mat. Will as in the Rock says, Big Show's he's big, he's fat, and he's I guess apparently pregnant. Uh, Jericho does the springboard drop wow. kick. Wow. Right, Jericho does the springboard dropkick and knocks Although Big Show I off. Probably directed from Vince. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Show picks up Jericho and runs him into the uh, post chest first. Jericho, Tell him he's got pregnant bitch tits. Jericho with a top uh, dropkick from the uh, missile dropkick from the top. Big Show is going to pin Jericho, but Ben Raw comes out and attacks the Big Show. Rock hits the Big Show with the belt, and then Jericho hits the shoulder tackle off the apron, and then the Rock hits the Rock bottom on the Big Show on the outside. That's how we end, the, end that. Well, well, we go backstage. We see Austin in the cafeteria, and then we see Triple H seeing that. So he goes to the cafeteria, asking where the hell Austin's at, and no one, everyone's like, I don't know. So at first, I was like, Wait a minute, are they doing this Hogan Warrior shit? Where like only Triple H sees him? No, no. Thank God. I was like, Please don't fucking do that shit. I mean, my God, that would be the worst. Uh, speaking of that, our next match is Taz versus K Quick. As K-Quick hits the power slam on Taz, but then Kind Ty comes out, and they say that they're not here to distract him. They're actually a, a fan of him because he's hip, and he has funky hair. Taz then puts uh, K-Quick into Taz's mission for the win, and then Kind Ty, sees, kind Ty says, we meant to distract you and because they are evil indeed. You know you're low on the Vince McMahon totem pole when Taz is beating you on TV. Evil. We get high. How does he still have a job twenty five years later? Makes him laugh. Uh, we have a. I guess actually, is our truth long for this world in WWE? <laughs> he made Vince laugh. I don't know if he makes Triple H laugh. 
That 24-7 belt is no longer a thing. He, he may be there at this point. Because uh, he forgot he's well, on a contract. Well, it may be that he's such a goodwill ambassador now that Triple H can't really. What if Tony Khan signs him? Because he might look at it and be like, well, he does a lot of good outside. Because so. if Tony Khan signed, if he ever got R-Truth, he would call Danhausen Sting and Sting Danhausen. My bad. That's what's up. Uh, we get Drew Carey highlights from the Royal Rumble. Then we see Austin drinking beer on the outside. Triple H finds all the empty beers when he comes there. Uh, we get a promo by Christian as Edge isn't here because he ate bad food here and he has food poisoning from Mobile. Uh, and then his upcoming match, he has some things about Test. Test is either a Ricozoid. Oh, that'd be A. B, he has more teeth than everyone here. Or C, he'll be the quickest European champion of all time. Or D, all the above. And the answer is... D, all the above. D's nuts! Got him. Hey, Corey. Who's the best wrestler ever from Mobile, Alabama? Mobile. It might be Bob Holly. I got an idea. There's a lot of great wrestlers from Alabama. Is it Eaton from Mobile? He's from... Uh, or is it not Mobile? No, it's... Uh, damn, what's in place? Um, we got Montgomery. We got... Huntsville, you got Huntsville. Birmingham. Huntsville. Huntsville. Okay. Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. Our next match is for the European Championship as it's Christian take on Edge. What? Uh, what? Test. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Christian sneaks attack Test and runs him into the ref. Christian tries to use the bell, but he ducks. Test hits a power slam. Then a full Nelson slam. The ref is still down. Tess goes to wake up the ref, but Christian hits Tess with the belt. Christian gets a close three, two. Or it's a, almost a close three, but he gets a two after Tess uh, gets close up. Close three or a long two? I don't know. Long two. That's uh, close enough for you. Tess back wide ups Christian from the top rope. Tess misses the ba- big elbow drop. Christian goes to the unprettier, but Tess pushes him off the ropes and hits him with a big boot for the win. Uh, that was a gnarly big boot. Yep. He Jesus. He cheesed him. We go backstage with Triple H H seeing Austin sharing a beer with Kai and Ty. Then he goes to talk to Kai and Ty, tell him where the hell Austin is. As they say, they don't know. But he says, I don't want no, I don't speak English crap. Where is he? They said no in perfect English. They did. What are you talking about? You just want to beat up Japanese people. (laughs) That's true. Uh, But Triple H attacks Kai and Ty. We get a recap of China, of China hurting herself on Sunday at the pay-per-view as they show that she... Hit her head doing the the cartwheel back elbow, springboard uh, elbow back old elbow. School. Old school. There it is. Uh, <laughs> then they said they found bone fragments in her neck, and she's going to need well, surgery. I mean, everybody's bone fragments back where your bones are. That's true. I got an idea. As our next match is RTC of the Good Father and Bull versus the Holly Cousins of Hardcore and Crash. Uh, Good Father is laying across the top rope, and Hardcore kicks him low. Uh, Crash hits a double axe handle to the good father. Steven gets on the apron to distract the ref. Ira gets in the ring and accidentally hits Bull with the belt as Hardcore drop kicks Bull for the win. Is it? He lost on a drop kick? Yes. Mm-hmm. He lost to the drop. It's like that thing of it's mm. odd seeing people win via other matches, either moves. Like Tess wins with the big boot, which he should, by the At way. At least his big boot is devastating. It's like a drop kick. A drop kick. All right. By God, it's devastating, dude. I once watched a low-level, uh, what Cornette would correctly call an outlaw mud show uh, company from the 80, late 80s. Yep. It was like, What's it called? I can't remember. It was California Championship Wrestling or some shit like that. Ka. And Got so it. They really spent all night looking and thinking that name up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they didn't have one certifiable piece of talent. I mean, not even, like... A Rick Flair or something? That's cool. They <laughs> fucking... Got him. Mike Sanders would have been God in this company. Like, Gross. Like, there was nobody worth a shit in this company, right? Jesus. And I was, I was, on, was on YouTube, so I was watching. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot, because I, I just want to see any wrestling that's old. Like, yep. I want to experience even the bad. Match ended on an arm drag. That's what I'm talking about, brother. Say what? Arm drag, one, two, three. This wasn't the 60s. How long was the match before that? Oh, a good five-minute back and forth with two jobbers who were no good. But the, the current iteration has a Facebook page. But he uh, he hit a textbook arm drag 
enough to get the one, two, three, and that's when I turned it off. Like, this is a new company, Corey. Is that pretty much on brand for the old company? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Although this looks like maybe too good a talent. And that's saying something. God. <laughs> we go backstage with Harvey Whippleman telling Triple H that Vince wants to see him. Hey, Harvey's back. I was there and Joy Burrell died. Uh, we see a recap earlier today with Undertaker and Kane are now in cahoots. Vince is in a bad mood and putting Angle in a match against Kane. Uh, Triple H wants to know what Vince wants. Vince says, well, I didn't send Harvey. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, don't need anything from you. Taker and Kane are back together. Triple H thinks that awesome. the insurrection. They're outside the locker room and then they go. Oh, Austin. Austin's in the room. So then they go into the room as Austin, uh, they go in the room and Triple H wants Vince to keep talking so he keeps waving his hand like, keep talking. And what do you know? It's a McMahon so he just dumps fucking food all over the floor. <laughs> he dumps a whole roller tray just all for, over the floor <laughs> for the sheet can. Then they ask like there's like the see-through lamps stuff and then he attacks it. No Austin. There's another one. Ooh, he there he is. So he goes over the other side Attacks it. Nothing. I gotta say, I love this shot. That the camera is on Triple H, and then it pans around, staying on Triple H, pans to see the corner, and then Austin shuts the door behind them, and then Triple H goes, you son of a... And he takes the swing, but Austin puts Vince in front of him, and... I'll take him here, nurse. Take him here, nurse. And then Triple H bashes Vince's head in, and then uh, Austin attacks uh, Triple H, smashes... Uh, excuse me, smashes a uh, light over his face and leaving both Triple H and Vince laying on the ground. You know Austin before the shoot. Like, Vince got distracted and Austin was like, hey, Hunter, lay it in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Swing at his head. I'm sure Hunter didn't have to be asked twice. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, dude. He cracked the shit out of him. But I... I, I uh, Vince gonna, wasn't selling. Spoiler. <laughs> but it's just... I just love that shot of the, the camera... Instead of cutting, it just pans around to see Trip Austin slowly shutting that door. And you're like, oh, shit, he's just behind the door the whole time. The killer is in the room, and he's behind you. Shuck and duck. Quack, quack. Uh, we're going to recap of what just happened with Austin and them. But our next match on our main event, Kurt Angle versus Kane for the title. Um, Kane, uh, Angle brings up that Kane, he knows that Kane's a former champion for only six seconds. Angle says that he's not afraid of, afraid of Kane. And uh, the match begins, but then they cut straight to WCW Hardcore Champion Haku and Rikishi attacking Undertaker in the back. Damn right. Good. Angle then ends to Gary, but doesn't knock Kane down. Angle with a front face sleeper hold. Uh, as, as I put, it would make Jarrett proud. Uh, Angle grabs a chair, but Kane big boots into the face of Angle. Kane military presses angle and just drops him down on his knee. Kane with the top rope clothesline. Then Rikishi and the uh, current WCW Hardcore Champion Haku comes out. Rikishi distracts the ref as Haku, WCW Hardcore Champion, hits Kane with multiple chair shots and a big boot. Angle then covers Kane for the win. Rikishi and Haku attack Kane. Undertaker runs down and try to fight him off, but he's outnumbered. As Rikishi bonsai drops Undertaker from the second turnbuckle and does another one on the mat, laying the brothers out. I just love that, like, okay, the ref, quote unquote, didn't see any of that, but you wouldn't hear like 17 chair shots to the face four inches behind you. Don't you worry about that. That noise, I wouldn't worry about that noise. That, uh, what sounds like gunshots right next to me, I'm I'm not going to turn around and check to see what that's about. We good. So, guys. (laughs) <laughs> what was the better show? Smackdown. Smackdown. Thunder, yeah, Smackdown. Thunder was entertaining, but Smackdown was the better show. I was Smackdown. <laughs> Let's go to uh, ratings. Last week, WCW got a 2.2. Our WWF got a 4.5. This week, WCW got a 2.2. WWF, 4.9. So it went up just a little. But again, it's in that range of 4.5 or 4.9 for the Smackdown rating. So now, let's go to our favorite part of the show, the award show. Let's start it off with best match. I'm going uh, Hardy's 
APA mix-up match. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I thought I'd be by myself on that one. No, I'm going to go with the cruiserweight thing. On the battle royal? Yeah. The gauntlet oh, thing? The gauntlet, yeah. Like that. that was good, too. That was my second one. If I uh, didn't see that one. Uh, yak match of the night. <laughs> that piece of shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Shane Douglas and old humorous. Humorous. Not humorous. It was... Who did he fight? I'm just so used to that being the fucking feud. Me too. Oh, oh. Jeff Jarrett, sadly. No, no, that's no it was, oh. that was Jarrett Morris. Uh, who the fuck did Douglas face? Fuck nuts face. Where's it the first match? Hang on. I'm, I'm back in... I'm on Thunderland right now. Maybe he just did a backstage attack and I took it as a match. I think he... Yeah, he anything involving him is so bad. Yeah, just, it wasn't oh, he a didn't match. do anything. He didn't have a match. Yeah. Well, then he wasn't... I can't say Jeff Jarrett, no. I can't uh, do that. Um, shit. Norman and... Yeah, that was... Awesome. I didn't like that much. Norman and Awesome because of the... Oh, the uh, Nazis match. Oh, uh, Harrison... Uh, uh, crowbar. Yeah, okay. that's for me. Uh, who's your MVP? Steve Austin. What you thinking? What you thinking? What you, what you, what you thinking? What you thinking? What you thinking? Mm. Scott Snyder. I'll go Austin. Uh, who is your motive? Ha <laughs> ha! Piece of shit, Douglas. Thank you. Yep, he's on my screen. He is a he's a he's a smudge on my screen. <laughs> uh, Glacier. <clears throat> I just like. I mean, you want to talk about somebody who does not fit in the year two thousand one? Example number one, Glacier. You're not wrong. Agreed. Old coach. Whatever the fuck his name was, Buzz or whatever. Buzz Tyler. But, yeah, but uh, it's going. He's he's on my screen. So, um, W T F. Hmm. My WTF is this. I like the storyline, what they did tonight with Triple H and Austin. But again, my WTF is the fact that hey, let's uh, make it the match not. At WrestleMania, pretty. But I know we discussed it earlier about they put themselves in a corner. But I'll put I just you in a corner. Thank you. I'll rub Baby. you off like I rubbed Dale off earlier. Don't worry about that. But I digress. But Is this just Dale, <laughs> you digress after you undress. You don't know me. You don't know me. Uh, but the idea of this hot few that you've been doing for a while now, for over a year or so now, and it ends maybe ends at no way out. I don't. Spoiler. It does. My <laughs> is uh, what the f- it's fucking tag division in WWF. What the fuck? What are we doing with this damn thing? You have a lot of good teams, or at least a lot of teams that you could utilize for match segments. And like, I enjoyed the mix and match Hardy's APA thing, but like, you mean just not for your own perverted shits and giggles? You know. <laughs> We can't get like a Kyan's eye too cool something. Apparently not. Those are four dudes who would like give some pace to the show. Have a good match. Get you going. We haven't seen a worm in like seven months. Has been a while. Been a while. What the fuck, Corey? Uh this commercial? I don't really have <laughs> I don't really have this a, series uh, of commercials. Yes. I don't really have a uh, WTF, so I guess I'll go positive. Ooh. I like that both companies seem to be building positively towards their shows next month. Can you? Uh, I wish. Um, although we still have no idea what Kurt Angle as champ is doing in no way out, but we know the main event. It's Austin and Triple H. Um, so, you know. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, at least we know there's one show a year with the world title is the main event. At least there's one. Yep. But I mean, WCW, they look good uh, on their uh, for their build so far. So both, you know, I got nothing to complain about. These are both treating the February show as if it's uh, worth building towards, which is not always the case. Um, let's see where we go from here. Nurse, no way. Thank out. you for that one. Thank Where's you. Where's no way out at? Las Vegas. 
Ooh, MGM? Thomas and Mac. Thomas and Mac. I said you're going to say my Don't get MGM? That's, that's, a, the, that's a bummer. MGM was the WCW place, and Thomas and Mac was always the WF place because it was cheaper. Bummer. That's why he always stayed with Rosemont instead of United Center. It's cheaper. MGM is such a great arena. Oh, it's so good. So, this brings it into this week's episode of the Midweek War Stories. As we're on our road to Super Brawl Revenge... And no, 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 nope. no way out to life. It's too sweet, brother. Brother, as you can follow all of us at nosoentertainment.com. That is right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. We do it for you. Thank you. You can find us all on social medias the Instagram, the Twitter, and the Facebook. Follow all. Follow us at No Cell Entertainment or No Cell ENT, depending on what, what what social media you go to. You can follow all of us personally on those socials as well. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, baby. And that's my favorite one. There you do. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to our podcasts. <laughs>